Welcome to the Business Benchmark Group podcast, where you'll learn how to think strategically about your business and discover that while business is not easy, it doesn't need to be hard. With over 20 years experience in turning stalling businesses into thriving enterprises, here is your host, Stefan Kazakis, the founder and CEO of Business Benchmark Group. Hi, I'm Stefan Kazakis and welcome to our episode number one of the Business Benchmark Group podcast. Our actual podcast is going to be going live every Tuesday on a weekly rotation. There'll be a live recording from our M500 events covering anything from personal development, growth, innovation, what it takes to be a next level leader, what it takes to be building a business that outlasts you. We talk about scalability, we talk about leverage, we talk about anything that's got to do with growing a business. In today's episode, we're gonna be talking about the very important, the very important starting point for anything, I guess, not only in business, but in life. How do we actually do better? How do we actually do 1% better? in everything we do. I guess the most important thing in life, and and I know this intimately and I continue to be a student for it, is it's not what you do, it's how you do it and how you actually get a learning from it. In our world, at Business Benchmark Group, it's not exactly about what you're winning or what it is that you're actually moving forward, it's what you're actually learning that makes the difference. Our episode number one is personal best. It's something that you ultimately become by continuously practicing the finer, the finer disciplines of doing better. We really look forward to your feedback. We really look forward to your engagement. We really look forward to you enjoying this next 20 or so minutes of this amazing first episode. I'm Stefan Kazakis and I'm here to serve. Thank you. First thing I want to say, personal best is not something you do, it's something you become. It's a moving target. Personal best is not something you dream of, it's not something you wish for, it's not something you hope for. It's something you're committed to and you're constantly improving. Not by the degree of monumental growth or monumental success or monumental result, but by just having the mindset and the clarity, having ideas for which inspiration confirms the action plan. Inspiration for an idea that could be something out of nothing. Confirming where you are today and where you could be tomorrow and why in in a world that is very populated and very competitive, you do wish and you will confirm because wishing and hoping is not a a strategy for success, actual doing is. So the ability to get up and get going with clarity because ideas and the skills and tools to have an idea are very different to the skills and tools required to grow a business. And in saying that, when we think about personal best at all levels, and in every industry and in every domain, whether it's sport, politics, whether it's business or school, and everything in between, there is a benchmark for which you have an ability, if you wish, and you're not delusional or in denial, to be measured against. So the key to business and the language of business is finance, financial literacy, understanding your scoreboard, understanding your numbers. But before you do that, you've also got to be realistic and pragmatic about your ability and your degree of resilience. Does that make sense? So when you think about resilience and tenacity, when you think about reputation and how you are inspiring it, and you are creating it. If you think about the walk in life that you have made a commitment and an oath to take, 
and move whatever it is that is totally precious to you to move forward. For which as human beings, and it's very important to understand we're not human doings, you must be it before you can do it. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that a little later on. But the first thing I want to share with you guys is if you wish to be at personal best, it takes clarity. You need to be clear about what are you going to be personal best about. Because the aspect of being ambitious, but being ambitious for a lot of things, is the ultimate trap that we fall into as human beings, particularly as human beings who are living in this current environment for which instant and immediate gratification is what we're all seeking. You want an instant result. But you've got to be clear what, what is the result. It's not only instant, but progressive, sustainable. So the key to success is sustainability. The key to success is being clear and having a mindset for which you assume, you assume an identity and you are working forward towards something every other day. And for many of you who are in our inner community, in our inner circle, you'll understand the power of 1% and how every morning, just by waking up and asking the question, how could I be 1% better today? If you just ask that question as one of the first things you do every single day, it's fair to say that your mindset's going to be okay. Fair to say. Now, I'm not sure about you guys, but when I've done the exercise of figuring out how could I be 1% better every other day, there's at least 10 things that come up. There's at least 20 things that could come up, but it's not about the 10 or 20. It's about the 1. Because just by thinking about and confirming for yourself how could I be, which is a curiosity-based question, by the way, because one of the failures in life is you just know too much and there's no room to learn anymore. One of the failures in life is the question, why? Why should I? Why do I need to? I've got a plan now. I don't need another one. I'm working this plan. I don't need to think about the next one. See, as business owners and business leaders, the plan you've currently got going and you're executing was yesterday's decision. If you think you've got it sorted, then at some point there's going to be a crossroad where the plan runs out and you're going to be doing the same thing every other day without an aspect of, okay, what needs to be the next level or the next opportunity or the next challenge that needs to be conquered. Your ability to research your industry and be clear about what's important and how are you shaping your organisation, whether you're a manager, an owner or a leader, how are you shaping it to be relevant and building a reputation is nothing more, nothing less than your ability to dig deep and have a mindset of being better every other day. Because too many of us settle. And what do we understand to be the enemy of great? What is the enemy of great? What is the enemy of a diamond? The enemy of a diamond, the enemy of great is, Jim Collins said it beautifully in his book, good to great. The enemy of being great is being good, guys. Good is the enemy of great. The moment you're good, mediocrity kicks in. So you read your own headlines. You're not grounded. You think what was good yesterday is going to be good tomorrow? No, we're living in a very highly competitive world. So you've got to have clarity around what it is that you're building and ultimately what it is that's important to you and how is that you are influencing a non-negotiable, slight level of frustration every other day so you don't get beaten. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
Because again, today's theme is about personal best. Our month, this month, is about personal best. Our clients who constantly get this message are constantly at personal best all of a sudden. Isn't that interesting? So if you have the clarity and the mindset about what you wish to be personal best at, then all that's left is go and confirm the plan and the consistent actions for which deliver what could be and what should be and what will inevitably be, not in a hurry, but when it's definitely deserved, personal best. There is nothing more criminal than getting to a level that is extraordinary and then you read your headlines and stop there. There is nothing more dissatisfying than having a fantastic month in business or a fantastic quarter in business or a fantastic sale in business and not being able to replicate it. There's no such thing as being a one-hit wonder in business. Does that make sense? And very different to our schooling days where we had school holidays and then we graduated to another grade or another year, business and life, our careers, our families, our loved ones, it's an ongoing conveyor belt, guys. It doesn't stop for no one. Which means your ability to be better decision makers around your time and what it is that shows up for it is critical to where you'll be at some time very soon. I was just talking to a client of ours a moment ago who, uh, again, they're just about to take off to Paris and doing a cruise in the Mediterranean and, and funnily enough, last year this time they were in Italy and just doing what they ultimately deserve to be doing because they've got a plan and they're confirming actions to make sure that's not just something we did 10 years ago. <coughs> Does that make sense? Because I will share with you and I'll share with you this one very important point. If someone else is actually experiencing something that you wish to experience, then it's real and it's possible. And what you need to do is either change your plan and actions or way before that is change your mindset and be open to more how questions. How could I? How should I? How, how would it be possible for me? If you have a challenge right now, if you have a challenge that you believe is getting in your way of being at a better level, a greater level, a progressive, ongoing, improving level, then the only question that's left is how do I? Not why would I? Because life will never stop allowing you to dream. Does that make sense? Life will never, ever allow you to stop having a vision. Life will never do that. The world we live in will never do that. The only party that allows you to do that is you or I, the individual. We control what we feed into what is the most powerful muscle and influence in our world, in our life. It's our brain. Hence why clarity and mindset multiplied by plan and actions will give you a PB every other day. All cool? So let's think about you. Let's think about you and how you make decisions. Let's think about you, the leader of self, the leader of perhaps plenty. Let's think about you, the owner, the chief officer in command of your destiny, your life. Very important. Because remember, our business, our careers is just a vehicle for our quality of life. And if your career and your vehicle called your business and or your career in, in what it is that you choose to do, 
to ensure you have an opportunity in this conveyor belt called life to have a better quality of life. Let's think about you and the decisions you make. And why is it occasionally that we look back and say, oh, no, that's not for me. That's for someone else. And why is it sometimes that we say, oh, look, that sounds amazing and I need to do it, but I'll just wait. I'll just wait until everything is perfect and then we'll make it possible. How do you make decisions? When you think about your business, what you influence, your target market, your clients, your little niche, it doesn't have to be big. So we're small business owners. In my, in my world, the small business is anything up to $50 million, employing up to 200 people. Okay, we have clients in this room. We have future clients in this room that are one-man bands, and we have others that employ 180 people and are you know, nudging, nudging that $40, $50 million mark. The language is the same. The intensity is different. Does that make sense? The language is the same. The fundamentals are the same. The intensity is the difference. And the intensity, guys, is nothing more, nothing less than PB. That's all. The opportunity is there for all of us. So how are you making decisions about you and what you influence? How are you making decisions about what the market needs and how you are filling that gap? How are you making decisions about what is the opportunity and how are you going to it? Because this is a go-to market. See, we're living in a world where this is a go-to market. For whatever you feed into your brain will determine your velocity and your tenacity. Does that make sense? Your ability to go to the market versus waiting for it because, oh, no, I don't want to, I don't want to do no bold calling, cold calling. I can't pick up the phone to speak to my next client because what if they tell me they don't like me? Well, who gives a crap? Because business is about numbers. And what you lack in results, you must improve in the numbers. Your ability to deal with failure and make it your best friend, rejection and make it your best friend, gets you in a place that's called personal best. If I meet someone that has a great conversion rate, in other words, they sell four out of 10, they have a 40% conversion rate, and I'm a novice, I'm a rookie, I'm a starter at this, and I have a measly one out of 10, how do I beat him or her? How do I beat someone that's got four out of 10 as their conversion rate if I'm at one out of 10? Do 50. When I get to 50 and now I've got five new clients, Guess what's happened in the process? My skill and my experience and the learnings, if you dare measure, which thereafter gives you an opportunity to manage, because that's the language we speak. We're not into hopefuls and wishfuls and hugging trees and doing kumbayas or waiting by letterboxes for checks to arrive. That's a, different, that's a different story for a different audience. This is business, it's small business and it's brutal. It's an intellectual sport. And the way you think and the way you make decisions will ultimately determine where you end up. If you want to just do the cruisy part of business, you're going to be okay. But then is okay going to be suffice for your dreams and your quality of life? Is okay going to mean you need to work till you're 70 like full time, no choice? Or could you be financially retired by the time you're 50 and work till you're 80? Wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't it be cool if they said on the epitaph, here lies the woman that died while she was working, but she was 92. And she donated $50 million to the animals or something, I don't know. Whatever, whatever's your fetish for that, right? Wouldn't that be cool? So what are you doing about you? Or are you the sort of person that makes a decision, gets going, it's too good to be true, boom, 
Now I'm going to go and sabotage what's working because that's what good business owners do. Good business owners are just onto something and they're just, you know what, now let's go and sabotage it. Now let's go and mess with the formula. Now let's go and mess with the missing link or maybe even the miracle wand. Let's go and mess with the formula. You can't do that, guys. So there's a thing in business called you can't flirt with form because it will boomerang and it will wipe you out. So when something's good, your only decision is how do I get better? When something is great, you've got to come back to saying how can I be better again? Extraordinary today is tomorrow's standard. Personal best today is tomorrow's yesterday's result that I've got to beat. So you've got to constantly be moving. So personal best, no different to success, is not something that you do, it's something you become. It's a moving target. If you think you've got there and you haven't thought about the what ifs, the plan Bs, the strategic and critical thinking that takes you to the next level, that ensures that you are becoming more and more and more bulletproof than ever before, and someone's going to knock on your door and confirm for what is your delusion. And most importantly, you get to understand the financial tools in your business that will confirm that there is a problem and how are you dealing with it. When you're onto something, you've got to get out of its way and not become its biggest sabotage. In your business, you have five levers to make a difference. And that's all you get, five levers. Within those five levers, there's anywhere up to 437 strategies for which you don't need 437. You actually don't even need 37. You've just got to pick the appropriate combination of strategies within these five levers and you will turn your business into an extraordinary business without needing to work any harder. Is that okay? So every one of you, let's just say there's a plumber in the room, what are you really good at? Plumbing. What are you not so good at? Business ownership, and that's okay. So let me share something with you. And I'll just use plumbers as an example. If you're an accountant in the room, <laughs> what you're really good at is accounting. What you're not so good at, and this is a fact, is business ownership. That's a fact. We haven't got any accountants in the room, have we? <laughs> We've got some financial planners who are exceptional. <laughs> okay, first lever, guys, and we're just having a bit of fun here, right? First lever you have is to sell more. But who do you need to sell more to? Who would you need to sell more to? Anybody, come on, our clients have got to come to, the, come to the party here with this one. To your target market, absolutely. So if you're selling more to anything other than your target market, you're setting yourself up for failure. So first things first, who is your target market? What are their urgent needs and what is your ultimate solution that they need? And how are you building a bridge to take them from point A to point B where they hold your hand as you take them over the bridge with Care Factor Extreme. They come back and do more business with you, which is called repeat business. They're also very comfortable with what you do and confident about what you do that they even, dare me say, bring their best friends with them. Wouldn't that be cool? A repeat business, referral-based business. Every business in the world, let me tell you, that is the most successful business model in the world, regardless of industry. Sell more. Spend less. Now, the rookies in business think spend less is cut costs. The experienced people in business understand that every dollar you take away from your expenditure is either going to cost you a new client 
or is going to get in the way of the current client you have. Every dollar you spend, it is important to understand that it's either going to attract a new client or it's got to keep the current client you have. Team training, personal development, is that helping you get a new client or is it helping you keep the current client? Is that helping you keep your team progressive and engaged and committed or is it just something we don't need to do anymore because we've got it sorted? Team training, business education, very important aspect of spending less that in some cases is the one that gets chopped but in most cases it's the one that's cost you big time. Now, the thing about spend less, and that was just an example, by the way, and a bit of an infomercial, we're okay to do that. Spend less as a percentage to income. Everything you do underneath the sales line in your profit and loss has got to be considered as a percentage to sales. You must look at things as a percentage to sales. So, for argument's sake, if you're running a $3 million business, and business coaching costs you $18,000 a year, which is the cost of our Board of Directors 12 program, strictly speaking, that is less than 0.05% of your revenue. If you're doing one-on-one -on -one private mentoring with us, entry level, private mentoring at $30,000 a year, and you're running a $3 million business, it's less than 1% of your revenue. Less than 1% of your revenue to just keep on being accountable and progressive in your business. That's just one example. Marketing. How many clients are we getting as a percentage to our income with our marketing expense? So you've got to look at everything as a percentage. Third lever. This is very important. Third lever is you've got to decrease receivable or debtors days. You've got to decrease your receivable days. You've got to decrease your debtors' days, which means you need a business that's very clear and upfront with its terms of trade. You've got to be collecting the money sooner than ever before. You want to be personal best in business? You want to be here next year? And if you're not a bank, you can't afford to be giving people extended credit. Does that make sense? If there's one thing that's killing businesses right now, it's a lack of cash flow, not because they're not selling, but because they're not getting the money quick enough and their pricing structure is incorrect, which means this lever here hasn't been really exhausted to understand what we're getting as revenue and what it's costing us to deliver the product. We're actually got nothing left called profit to keep on reinvesting in the business or keep on paying the overhead. You've got to increase inventory turn. So time or product, it's inventory. Every hour that goes by that you don't sell is, a, is an hour you'll never sell. Every hour that goes by that you don't sell a can of Coke, you've st you still got a chance to sell that can of Coke. The time-based businesses and the product-based businesses, it's about utilisation, guys. Quick stock turn. How do I ensure my, my resources versus my sales are at a healthy rate? If you're a business benchmark group client, we aim for 80%. We work towards getting 80% sorted or we need to make decisions about our inventory. Either you're overstocked, or you just got a, a less than appropriate sales process. And the last one is we've got to increase payables. Just because the bookkeeper comes in on a Thursday seven times on the seventh day of the month, doesn't mean everything needs to get paid every time the bookkeeper comes in. If you've got credit and terms that allow you to pay things on 30 days, don't pay it on the 21st. If you've got the ability to pay things as and when they're due and as per your agreement, because it's critical, to not extend people and not be the opposite in their books in terms of the debtor that owns money, 
You've got to pay things when they're due, guys, as per agreement. The longer you keep the money in your bank account, the better the opportunity you have to do something with it that's progressive and growing your business. Money in your bank is called asset. Money not in your bank is called a problem, cash flow problem. These are five levers, and I'm talking about business, because I can talk about mindset for the next six days, and I'm great at that. But this is a business environment with a business message. These are your five levers for which you want to be reviewing and analysing on a consistent basis to ensure you've got your formula between these five levers as to which is your combination of strategies to ensure you're in a way better place every quarter. And no different to playing pin the tail on the donkey if you are not looking at the scoreboard and what it's actually confirming for you, you are playing the game of business as if you were playing pin the tail on the donkey. Just not good enough. It is not acceptable and your quality of life will never ever be realised and your frustration will always be increasing until you get to understand which are the key strategies for you. Does that make sense? Don't need to work harder, guys. And I'm not going to say you need to work smarter, but I just did. The thing is, you just got to get more relevant and appropriate with what it is that you're building, have the clarity for what you're building, have the mindset that says, yes, I can and I will and I'm going to it, have a plan and actions that you're constantly measuring and managing, and ultimately what comes out of that is something called personal best. So that wraps up our first episode, personal best. Who would have thought? It's an ongoing journey. We hope you really enjoyed it. We look forward to your feedback. We look forward to your commentary. I encourage you to complete our three-minute business health check on our website and or register to one of our upcoming M500 events. M500, it's a premium event. Typically, it's our inner sanctum event. Put your hand up, be registered, attend, participate, get involved, progress, move it forward. All it takes is being 1% better every other day. And if you think about it, there are 220 working days in a given year. Between now and 12 months from today, you could be 220% better. From Stefan Kazakis to every one of you, we look forward to continuously serving you. Speak to you in the next episode and or see you live at one of our events. Cheers. For more information about Business Benchmark Group's coaching, education and training programs, visit businessbenchmarkgroup.com.au or call 03-9001-0878. If you liked this podcast, please rate it on iTunes, Stitcher or SoundCloud and leave feedback as well. Stefan shares so much value in all his podcasts and we encourage you to go through the archives and listen to other episodes of the Business Benchmark Group podcast. Thank you for listening.